Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. Sam is a certified psychic medium, wellness coach, and is the executive director of Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated and is your answer to finding wellness in every area of life. Good morning and welcome to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. I'm your host, Sam Black, and today is a very special day. Today is the launch of the Brain Health Online Summit that is being brought to you by Amy Zelmer of TBI, Faces of TBI. And I was so excited to pre-record this episode last week promoting this amazing event because the reality is that if we ourselves have not experienced a brain injury, then we definitely know someone else who has. And this became so much more apparent to me since receiving a brain injury. So in 2013, as most of you know, I was hit by an impaired driver and still live every day with symptoms of um, brain injury, concussion, TBI, post-concussion syndrome, however you want to express it. And it's so interesting to me because I've had so many people come forward to me in my world that I knew before this saying, um, you know, thank you for everything that you do, telling people about brain injuries, because I also have a brain injury. And also people saying, wow, I didn't realize that I still had a brain injury because symptoms carry on and they just chalk it up to, you know, oh, it's a concussion, just, you know, walk it off or whatever message they've been sent. But the reality is that the symptoms are long lasting. So without further ado, I am going to play that interview for you now, my interview with Amy Zelmer. And Amy Zelmer is, again, the host and author of Faces of TBI, and she's an ambassador for brain injury awareness. And today marks the day when the Brain Health Online Summit begins. Amy's done an amazing job for gathering resources for all of you to access for free. So definitely check out that link on the description and I hope you enjoy the interview. Welcome back, Amy Zelmer. Amy, I'm so excited to have you here at Grounded Roots again so that we can share lots of wonderful information about brain injuries and having TBI and all the different resources that are available, not to mention the amazing projects that you've been working on. Thanks, Pat. Me, it's always a pleasure to, to talk to you, Sam. Awesome, awesome. So, for those of you listening, Amy and I are playing today. We're using a platform called Zoom to pre-record, so um, so there's a might be a little bit of delays here and there. Give me your feedback. Let me know how it works. Um, but Amy, I'm so excited to have you here. So, the last time you were here, you were getting ready for your tour. So, can you update everybody? How did that tour go? 
That's right. That was back. Um, I was leaving for my March East Coast trip for Brain, uh, Brain Injury Awareness Month. Um, I actually went to Syracuse, New York first and met with the amazing people at Motion Intelligence, and they actually just got FDA clearance on a saliva swab test for brain injury or concussion. Like what That's they're kind of cool. How does that work? What was that? How does that work? Um, it's so as best as I understand it, um, it's just a saliva swab. Um, and it can detect concussion for up to 90 days, whereas like a blood test only detects an actual brain bleed and has to be administered in like 24 or 36 hours. Don't, don't quote me on those time frames. Um, but the saliva swab can also indicate possible recovery length. So I'm really excited to see. That is really that exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So why do they say within the first 90 days? Did they mention that? You know, I don't know enough. Like I only know it was in their press release. Um, but it's something about the enzymes that are released when you have a head injury. Um, and something, I mean, 90 days is actually a pretty long time to be able to test. Like I said, the blood test is only about 24 to 36 hours. So that's, Pretty, pretty cool. Um, you know, it can be used by coaches. It can be used, you know, by health, the emergency rooms. So I'm hopeful that if emergency rooms start implementing it, that more missed concussions will actually get diagnosed a lot earlier. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you know, I have so many people that come into our wellness center and I guess because they read our website and they see that I've had a brain injury, they often, you know, will come in and ask their brain injury questions. And a really yeah. common one is they'll say, oh, you know, my daughter was in an accident or my husband was in an accident or, um, yeah, I fell on the ice in the winter and no one's diagnosed a concussion, much less post-concussion until months later. Um, it's almost as though it just gets, unfortunately, it's still just getting brushed off. And so I just so love that you are doing so much about awareness and a cool test, like a saliva test that we can actually do. Like we could have them in schools for fall down. Like that would be just incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I actually interviewed someone recently about um, auto accidents and how so many concussions are missed because in the emergency room, they're assessing, you know, do you have a broken arm or, you know, whatever else might've happened to you. And typically when you're first concussed, whether it's on the field or in a car accident or whatever, typically you don't show symptoms right away. Um, you think you're fine. Your adrenaline has kicked in and it's keeping you going. And so often people don't even know for days or weeks or even months sometimes they're like, gosh, I just don't feel right. So I hope that a saliva test will really, really help people get the help they need sooner. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that's exactly what happened with me. Um, I had the seatbelt had wrapped around my arm because we were upside down. And so their big concerns were, let's check the arm. And my one knee, I think, was sore. And so when they were helping me out of the car, I kind of fell a little bit. So 
they were looking at my knee and my arm, which were the two things that healed the fastest, right? Yeah. And then in, in the room, somebody touched my back by accident. And that's when they're like, oh, something with her back too? Let's do an x-ray, right? But it's so funny because those were like the things they didn't focus on after that, right? They do the ultrasound on the arms to help with the bruising, but it was all the other injuries that really took priority after that. But my husband and my supervisor knew right away that I had a concussion because I was repeating myself. But I don't think the medical professionals were with me enough or long enough to really pick up on those cues. Um, so it's really interesting how that works. So I'm so excited about this. Yeah, it is very exciting. And Rich is the, um, the owner of the company. He started the company in Syracuse. Um, and it's located on uh, the SUNY campus, Syracuse Upstate New York, I think is what it stands for. Um, and so they're in this amazing facility. They have access to student research staff. And so it's, it's, I, it was an amazing opportunity to get to visit with them and just see everything that they're doing. Um, they have some other stuff that I can't talk about. I wish I could. <laughs> they have some other stuff that's still pending FDA clearance, but they're doing amazing things. So I'm very, very excited for what they're bringing to the table. So exciting. That's so exciting. So what else did you learn on your tour? You visited so many people, Amy. So <laughs> I did. I went from Syracuse to Richmond, Virginia, and I spoke at their brain injury conference, which was amazing. Um, I met so many people. I had a little booth with my books and so many people came up to me and just thanked me for writing my book. They thanked me for starting the TBI tribe. Um, one woman literally saved their family. Her sister had a horrible car accident, but no, you know, wasn't really, no one was told about her brain injury and they just couldn't figure out why she was being so angry. Um, and her and her brother found the tribe and they said that it totally helped their family um, understand what she was going through. So that was super cool. And then I went to Brain Injury Awareness Day at the Capitol in DC. And that's always just, it's such an inspiring day. It's exhausting, <laughs> but it's an amazing day. I start out the day by meeting with my senators. Um, and then I go, they have like a trade show um, with all sorts of vendors that are either, you know, doing things in the brain injury community. They're either advocates or, or their companies. Um, and then they have a briefing and then they have a nice reception. And the briefing always is wonderful to hear. Um, so for instance, we heard from the CDC and they had updated numbers. So our, in, for, um, in America, it went from 2.5 million Americans each year um, to 2.8 million Americans each year. And those are just the, the actually diagnosed ones, the people who've been diagnosed in the hospital emergency room. So like, for instance, I'm not part of that statistic because I was never diagnosed in an emergency room. So <laughs> the number's probably a lot higher. I would say significantly higher because I'm just thinking about all those kids that go home from school yep. off the dodgeball or leaving an amusement park yep. or, you know, falling on a parking lot or something like that. And they just, 
don't ever get checked out. They think, oh, it's just a headache. I'll just walk it off. And my goodness, that number likely is so, so much higher. Yeah, there's estimates or guesstimates, I guess, um, that it could be double that. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Pretty amazing. So you were blessed to go on this trip and meet all of these wonderful people. And it's so exciting that there's opportunities like that where people can go to live events, meet other survivors, meet the people who are really working in the industry. But one thing that I'm really excited about, Amy, is that you are doing something so special to make it accessible for everyone. Because as you know, travel's really hard when we have a brain injury. I know for me, even a weekend getaway, I have to block off the day before and the day after it's rest days. And that's not even a promise that the day after that, I'm going to be all right. All right. So, and you know this too with travel. So I'm really excited because you very soon are launching your brain injury summit. Can you tell everybody a little bit more about that? Yeah, the week of June 5th through June 9th, um, we are hosting the Brain Health Online Summit. And each day for five days, you're going to hear from four or five speakers. And these are either going to be doctors who work specifically with brain injury patients or you're also going to hear from survivors and caregivers um, like Christabel Braden and David Grant. They're probably two that you've maybe heard of in the brain injury community. Um, but these are all presentations focused on just bringing you more information on what's available for you. Um, you know, so many of us, I struggled for two and a half years before finding my doctor, Dr. Jeremy Schmo, and he's a functional neurologist. And he got it and he knew how to help me. And you know, it's frustrating that it took me two and a half years to find him. So I wanted to put together the summit. Jeremy and I worked really hard. We hand selected who is a presenter and we have over 20 speakers. And like I said, it's over five days. Each day, the recordings are going to be available for 24 hours. And we try to make it as accessible as we can. So it's online, you know, your computer, your laptop, your phone. Um, and it's in video form or audio only form, depending on what you prefer. And then we also have the subtitles um, turned on for the video because some people prefer to like to be able to read along. Um, so we're hoping that it's very accessible to everyone who would want to take part. And it's geared towards survivors, caregivers, loved ones. Um, it's great for other clinicians to catch some of the videos. It helps them understand what else is available. Um, and anyone who's interested in their brain health. I mean, when you start talking to people, it's amazing how, you know, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Except it's more like the two degrees of brain injury. Like everybody, when you really start thinking about it, somebody always knows somebody who's been affected by it. And chances are in your lifetime, you're going to be affected, whether yourself or a loved one. So um, it's just, I'm really excited. We put so much energy into the summit and it's, it's going to be really amazing. There's 
so much great information. I can't even wait, Sam. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. And, you know, it's so interesting you say that, you know, two degrees, because I can remember after you and I did our interview for Faces of TBI, I had, I think, three messages from family and friends, people I haven't seen in a long time, just for me sharing that episode, saying, thank you so much. That was so inspiring. I have a brain injury. Yeah. And what's interesting is two of the people were from my old place of work. So I was working when I was in the accident, got the brain injury. Well, these two individuals as well, brain injury on the job and forced wow. back to work too early for both of them. I was never cleared to go back, but um, they said they're just struggling so much and they had no idea that they could actually access resources. So that's just one example, first of all, of how we all know people with a brain injury. But secondly, what a great big help it is to help people by talking about it, talk about your symptoms, talk about what's working for you, and um, definitely share episodes like Amy's Faces of TBI, this episode, and most definitely the summit. Um, I think I would think any healthcare provider really should be on that summit, listening in and getting all that juicy information, not to mention everybody, because there's so many different brain injuries that people don't think about. For example, strokes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Do you think of some other ones, Amy? Stroke aneurysm, mm -hmm. that's a big one I hear, ABM. Um, you know, people... It's getting better, but people still don't realize concussion is brain injury. Um, and that's why I like to use both words so that people are like, oh, well, I have a concussion. Um, they're so often just told they have a concussion and it's never really translated into you have a brain. Absolutely. You cut out for um, a second there, Amy. That's not often translated oh. to brain injury, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, Oh, I, I can never remember the name of it, but you might remember um, where the oxygen's cut off. Um, Atoxic? Anoxic? <laughs> I know it. I'm close. Oh my gosh, I can totally feel the word and I know that I know it. <laughs> well, folks, this is another side effect of a brain injury. You know exactly. the words, so you forget them. Um, <laughs> that's okay. And then don't know what we're talking don't about. Don't forget, like, Parkinson's, MS, um, Alzheimer's, dementia, they're all on the spectrum of brain injury, too. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and, and then like any type of virus, like um, encephalitis and meningitis, um, they can lead to brain injury as well. And our mutual friend, Rochelle Kana, said mm -hmm. also Lyme disease as well. Yes, yes, I keep coming up a lot. Right now, I don't know how it's going in Minnesota, but right now in Ontario, there are ticks everywhere. And it's not something that we've had traditionally. Oh, really? Um, it's, I don't remember ever having a tick issue the whole time growing up. But the last few years, it's been much more. But this year alone, we had a really um, mild winter hot temperatures early on and I know my dogs had two already and yeah. you know it's not even June yeah it's really early and they said that here in Minnesota um 
they were out quite a bit early because we had a really warm spring. Mm -hmm. And um, I recently saw a map of where they're expecting it to be the worst. And it is, it's like Minnesota up through Michigan and into Canada and over to New York. Um, that's where they're expecting it to be the heaviest, which is really gross. I hate ticks. <laughs> I know, me too. But so that's another example though of, of how people can sustain a brain injury. Um, so if you're listening and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I know someone or I've had one of those things, you know, talk talk to your healthcare provider, talk to your family, see if you are showing signs and symptoms of a brain injury, because then you can get some help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So the summit, what are the dates for that again? It is June 5th through 9th. So it's all next week, Monday through Friday. And the recordings will be available each day for 24 hours, because we want to make sure that all the time zones have an opportunity to catch it. So yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And what's the website that people can find that at? It is thebrainhealthonlinesummit.com. And I know it's kind of long, but all the other options were taken. <laughs> so again, it's thebrainhealthonlinesummit.com. Awesome. Awesome. That's so exciting. Um, I know I'm going to be checking it out. We'll be sharing it on our Facebook pages. Um, but definitely, I think everybody listening should check that out and also look into who's presenting. I know Amy's going to have a little bio of everybody who's going to be talking. And so check them out, follow people. Um, we can always learn more by growing our communities. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a great point you just brought up is once you're registered, you will get the complete schedule with everyone's bio. Um, and a description of what they're talking about. And then it has all the links to follow them, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, so absolutely follow everyone. Um, that way you can keep in touch with what they're doing in the brain injury community. Fantastic. Lots of good stuff going on. <laughs> Fantastic. So one thing I saw on Facebook the other day, I wanted to talk to you about. I was super excited about this. Did you see the video yet about the treadmill in the water? Yes, and I thought of you the second I saw it. <laughs> okay, so for anybody listening, I was so blessed when I was in North Bay after the accident that my physiotherapist's office had a treadmill in a pool. And for people with brain injuries, and I don't understand the science behind it, but I experienced it, so I know it's true. For some reason, when you get your heart rate elevated to a certain level, the brain just shuts off and you have seconds before you're just out and done. Um, and for me, I, if I remember correctly, I remember reading that it was, I think 120 was my cutoff limit. I couldn't get over 120, but in the pool, because of the pressure of the water, your heart rate for some reason is more stabilized or whatever the case may be. So I could actually manage increasing in the pool and I could sustain activity longer in the water than I could out of the water. So I was so excited to see that they actually are creating these treadmills in the pools that people could have in their homes and things like that because it's not a full pool it's just like a little pod. So yeah, it's exactly like a pod. So I had to I had to share that just in case you or someone else hasn't yet seen that. I was so pumped when I saw that. I think it's a little pricey at this point, but you know what? That's that's okay. That's the beginning stages of it becoming more accessible for people. Yeah. 
Exactly. Any, anything like that you can have in your home or maybe your doctor or your physical therapist has it. Like, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. Sorry, you cut out there a little bit, Amy. Sorry. Oh, me? that's totally okay. We're back. <laughs> so what were you saying? Physiotherapist office? Yeah, any, any way we can cut out that barrier to entry yeah. to make it more accessible to everyone. Absolutely. And so have you been hearing any stories about people struggling with the physical, um, being able to be active after the brain injury or any strategies? Did you um, hear about anything that's helping people become more active after a brain injury? Well, so the, what, what the problem is, is your autonomic system is disrupted when you hit your head. And that is what regulates your heart, your lungs. Um, and like my resting heart rate was like 115 um, after my brain injury. And so even just like walking to my car, my heart rate would be like 150. Um, and so I'm still working on that. But like um, my, my doctor found that when I would go from seated to lying down, yeah. my heart rate would spike which is completely opposite of what your body should do. It should actually, you know, go down when you lay down. Um, so we did do some work on a tilt table um, around that and it, it did, it helped. And so I'm now trying to get in more cardio. I'm going for, I, I cannot run. I just simply can't run or jog anymore. So I just go for long walks. Um, I do a lot of like yoga stretches because um, that doesn't get my heart rate going too much. So it's all about just trying to find what works for you. And it's frustrating, especially like, so on the summit, I had a ninja warrior athlete. Um, and I know she's super frustrated because she's an elite athlete. She's in top physical shape and she still just can't do what she's like. I can't do a jumping jack. Um, so I think it's even more frustrating when you are physically fit. You know, I've met people who ran a marathon the week before their brain injury, and now they can't even run a half mile. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said, that's the autonomic system. Um, and there, there are ways to help it. Um, but it is, it's frustrating. It and is. I wish I knew someone who had that underwater treadmill because I would like to try it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? They're really rare. Like I know I where I live is much more populated than North Bay was, certainly. And I don't know of any physio clinics that have it here. I was just really fortunate that they had one there at Martella Mitchell in, in North Bay. And um, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully I um, can find somebody locally and I can – I can visit them and help promote them. But definitely if you're listening and you have that issue, try and check that out because it definitely helps a lot. And um, also the yoga poses, mm -hmm. really big help. Um, I'm really lucky because Chris does the DDP yoga. And so I try to do that when I can. And what's nice about it is part of it is regulating your heart rate. So although it encourages you encourages you to make the most out of your heart rate and there's a really big push to make the workout your own so you're expected to wear a heart monitor you're supposed to watch your zones um so that's, i find that so helpful 
you know, and there's a lot of conversation in my Facebook group about yoga and how people like, yeah, right. You know, I tried to go to a yoga class and, you know, it's, it's, I feel like I'm going to pass out. And, you know, it's like yoga is so incredibly good for you, but you just need to find what you can do. Anything where you invert it, whether it's a forward fold or a back bend, you can't do any of that. Like that's what gets your heart rate skyrocketing. You know, like I did a lot of standing and seated poses where, you know, I didn't tip or bend or, <laughs> you know, any of that. Um, super, super basic. But it, it just helps you get your mind and your breath and your body all working together again. Yeah, it's fantastic. That whole focus on breathing, too. Um, it'll help with the symptoms around TBI and concussions but it also will help with the anxiety and depression and all the other things yeah. that go along with having a brain injury. So focusing on the breath. So before we wrap up, Amy, um, what are a couple of little tidbits you want to share that you either gained from your travels or talking to survivors or the fabulous um, professionals that you've been connecting with what are a couple of things that you want to share that just can't wait for the summit? The, the biggest thing that actually kept coming up when I did my summit interviews is the concept of, you know, no two brains are the same, no two recoveries are the same, no two treatment plans are the same. And that's really a recurring theme throughout the people I spoke with. Um, and traditionally, if you go like to a neurologist or, you know, whoever it is you might be seeing, they're, they're only trained with X, Y, Z. And that's all they know how to do with you. So they give everybody the same treatment plan. And you might need to do Z before you do X. And instead, they're trying to do X, Y, Z. And so you're never going to see improvement. And I just found that. And that's what I found when I finally met Jeremy. Um, you know, he had me do certain things before we did other things. And so I think that's a really big eye opener um, that you do need to find someone who gets it and to do things in a particular order. Yeah, absolutely. And I know for me too, um, I, I finally got a family doctor here because we don't have, have necessarily doctors accessible to everybody in Ontario. You have to go on a list and wait for an opening and things like that. And even then, you often don't get a doctor. It's a nurse practitioner or something along those lines. But it's so funny because I, I've mentioned every time I've been in there, you know, I have a brain injury. It's never addressed. Like, not <laughs> well addressed, right? And I went to see um, a new neurologist here because my old neurologist is a few hours away. And um, the new neurologist said, yep you have post-concussion syndrome. And I'm like, okay, yes, I know that. I said, any idea, you know, like what I can do, how can I can heal it? He goes, no, nope, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just the whole, it's, there's no timeline. There is no, you know, Oh, all recovery happens in the first two years. Not true. Post-concussion was the second to third year. I think I had the biggest growth. Um, and there's no timeline on when and if you're ever going to be an in quote better. Yeah, exactly. Right? 
Mm -hmm. So I love that they're really promoting that idea around having an individualized plan because really every brain injury is different. We all have common symptoms, mm -hmm. but, um, but they are all different. So I love that they're all sharing that on your summit. What else? Um, so no two treatment plans are the same. And then just recovery can happen at any point. You know, people are often told, I was told, oh, well, you're at one year, probably the best you're going to get. Yeah. And, I mean, good Lord, I'm glad I didn't listen to her <laughs> because, you know, I didn't get my improvements till three years. Um, but I know people that are even further out than that, you know, five, 10, 15 years, you can still see improvements. I mean, you might not ever get back to exactly who you were before your injury. Mm -hmm. You can definitely improve your quality of life. And that's, that's, where I'm at now. I'm, yeah. I'm just, it's about quality of life. Yeah, me as well. And you know, it's so interesting. There's a fantastic lady I know here. I've had her on the show before, Tammy Adams, and she does the grief recovery program. Mm, yeah. And I think anyone who has had a brain injury or your loved ones that's taking care of you, that grief recovery program is a game changer because the reality is not only are we mourning who we used to be and comparing ourselves to who we used to be, our loved ones are losing who they used to be with too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's another really big thing that can be helpful. It is, it is. It's, it's, you know, I, it's very much like the stages of grief, you know, like you, you're angry, you're in denial, you're, you know, then you finally have some acceptance. And then um, you go back to angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, a brain injury really is, you go through those stages of grief and, and acceptance and the, your loved ones, because I hear this a lot, like how people's friends drift away and their family and they're like, I miss the old you. And I just want to smack people that say that. It's like, I can't help it. I miss the old me even more than you miss it. But I also think it's important for the brain injury survivor to understand their loved one's point of view. Mm -hmm. um, they, don't, they don't understand why you're not who you used to be. And, you know, I think there needs to be patience on both sides. I think we're often quick to get angry with our friends and family. Um, but, you know, we also have to be accepting of their um, new, new reality as well. Yeah, that absolutely. It totally, totally makes sense. All right, Amy, before we wrap up one more time, can you share with everybody how they can register for the summit and also how they can connect with you if they happen to be finding this episode after the summit has aired? Absolutely. So the summit again is thebrainhealthonlinesummit.com. And they can find me at facesoftbi.com. Or you can connect with me on Facebook. Um, my, my Facebook group is Amy's TBI Tribe. And just find me, Twitter, Instagram, wherever <laughs> you can find me. Um, and just reach out to me and uh, we'll connect. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, thank you again for being such a wonderful resource to everyone regarding TBI. You are bringing people together, sharing information. You're not holding anything back and you're doing all of this 
with a brain injury. You know, it's just sometimes I think people overlook, they're like, oh, Amy's traveling again. Well, Amy's traveling again with a brain injury. So as someone with a brain injury, I know what that looks like. You know, it's so interesting. People, you know, say, oh, you know, you do so much stuff. Yes, I do. But, you know, we, we make sacrifices to do I nap a lot. <laughs> we nap a lot, you know. Um, we, we consciously choose to do this work instead of doing what someone else might do in their leisure time. Right. And I think that's the thing sometimes people overlook. So I'm just giving you so much gratitude for that because I know how much of yourself you're giving. And I'm so appreciative for you. Thank you, Sam. And thank you for everything you're doing. You're doing great things as well. And, you know, I love that you are my compadre in Canada. You know, <laughs> like we're crossing the borders here. It's amazing. <laughs> I absolutely love it too. So thanks so much. And for those of you listening, if you'd like to connect with me, you can do that at www.groundedrootswellness.ca or find me on Facebook. I have my two pages there, Grounded Roots Wellness Inc. and Sam Black, Certified Psychic Medium and Wellness Coach. And I would love to connect with you on any of those forums if you want to get together for coaching or learn more. I'd be happy to share any resources that I have with you. All right, everybody, have a super awesome day. Thank you for joining us and be kind to each other. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.